Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Weekly Feel Good. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs and high achievers who want to learn how to better manage their stress, anxiety, and burnout. I'm Crystal Ariel, and each week I will sit down with a different entrepreneur, high achiever, to find out the things that they're doing in their lives to be well and feel good. So today I'm here with Marissa Bello, CEO of Solstice Naturals. She's also a mom. She's also a friend, sister, daughter, lover, all of these wonderful things, gardener, fairy. <laughs> I'm sure she can tell you more, but um, lots of things that I love about Marissa. And I asked her to be on this podcast because she's been one of my inspirations for somebody that has constantly been a reminder of focusing on being well and taking care of myself. And she has a very nurturing energy. So, uh, Marissa, <laughs> thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I don't know if you can hear the smile on my face right now, but it's ear to ear. Um, it's an honor. Thank you. Yeah, for me too. I, I love that you're the first guest on the show. I think that's perfect. Mm. And so I wanted to first maybe discuss a little bit about you to let everybody know a bit about your story, what you've been through. And then I want to go into some of the things that you do to help you feel good and, and feel well in your life. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your story? Sure. Um, <laughs> where to begin, right? I became a mom four years ago now. And for me, that was a catalyst into some of the deepest spiritual and self-work that I've encountered in my life. Um, it's been a really beautiful and layered journey. <clears throat> um, I started my dive into wellness and a more holistic space from a physical standpoint, leading into more emotional and spiritual work um, probably about 15 years ago, dappled with yoga, organic foods, started reading about non-toxic living, cleaning supplies, you name it. And I fully immersed myself in it my entire life did a 180 and I feel like I was living and thriving from this space of really wanting to help and serve others in sort of lifting the veil and accessing this space of wellness within themselves and their own lives. Um, and I feel like that has been a driving force behind everything I've done in my 20s and 30s now. And it, of course, seeps into my parenting as well and into my, my business, Solstice Naturals. So would you say becoming a mother kind of really opened your eyes to go even deeper with the things that you were drawn to before? Yes, 100%. And in so many unexpected ways. Um, my background in, I guess we can call it non-toxic living or this holistic lifestyle, as far as eating well and really researching and experimenting with what foods worked for my body and exercise routines and 
mastering the mindset, a lot of that deeper spiritual work um, really came to the surface more than I anticipated when I had my son. Um, and now with my second daughter, it's, it's just even, even deeper of a journey. Um, it's really beautiful to see all of the areas where we really need to shine a little more love on ourselves when we become parents. And so that's definitely been at the forefront for me in the past few years since my daughter's arrival. Um, a lot of shadow work coming up, a lot of um, childhood unaddressed experiences coming to surface as well to be healed and released. And so that's been really beautiful to sort of reparent myself as I parent my children and navigate this new space. Yeah. And I, I want to highlight something here because this show is specifically talking about high level achievers and entrepreneurs. And I want to put a spotlight on the fact that you are a mother and also have your own business. So I think, I think we're finally starting to come into a place where motherhood is not just seen as, you know, the thing over there on the side that is doesn't doesn't hold any value or it doesn't get the credit that it needs i think we're coming into this place where people realize that motherhood and being a good mother is a lot of work and is high level <laughs> and and so how do you i mean do you do you have any tips for other mothers who also want to have their own business and and be able to thrive and, and, and do both things, even though it's not perfection, right? But how do you do it and be well? Definitely not perfection. And I think that letting go of that idea that there is this image that needs to be attained or there's a particular way of doing things, quote, correctly or right, um, needs to be released first and foremost. And it's something I still struggle with almost every day. Um, switching that mindset. There is no perfection. I am imperfect and that is perfect. And it's enough for my kids. It's enough for what I do for work. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, I show up and try to be the best version of myself in all of the roles, all of the hats that I wear. <laughs> Taking care of kids is a lot of work, right? Parenting, mothering is no easy task. And trying to do that in a very conscious, intentional way and doing anything else is a feat all in, in its own. Um, I would highly recommend being organized, having a strategy, having a schedule, like dedicating. Um, and any entrepreneur, I imagine, will tell you, too, you're your own boss. So it's really easy to get sidetracked. It's really easy to... Um, not accomplish or meet a certain goal or deadline if your time management is off. So that mm -hmm. is integral, I think, for any success. Um, and if you can find some help to help you with the kids or with the housework or whatever that entails to allow yourself the time to be uninterrupted to complete a task, um, that would be my number one recommendation. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's a I lot to juggle, it. right? So we need to... Yeah focus our energy and our direction. And I, I wanted to ask you, we're going to get a little bit more vulnerable here. So I hope you're sitting down. So before I get into the things that you're doing to feel good and, and be well, because that's ultimately the point of this show is just to share different perspectives from different people doing different things. Um, what, what, what things are they doing? What habits in order to feel good? But before we get into that, I want to ask you if you could share some of the struggles, not, not in detail, but I mean, like, 
high level, you know, do, what are some things you struggle with? Is it stress? Is it anxiety? Is it lack of sleep? So right now in this season of my life, it is all of those things. Um, you know, and it's easy to laugh about it at the moment. There are obviously ups and downs with such deep feelings. Um, overwhelm gets me often just the to-do list, all of the tasks between the business, the home, the children, um, personal desires as well, right? Just making the time for everything can feel overwhelming. Um, the sleep deprivation, deprivation, excuse me, I'm still very much in the midst of. So that that is quite challenging. Um, and yes, there is this residual anxiety that I have addressed and struggled with throughout my adult life, primarily. Um, that stems from a lot of things in early childhood. <clears throat> and again, circling back to this beautiful and wild ride of reparenting. I feel like every day is this opportunity to really take a look at what's going on under the surface and, and implement habits and strategies. And you, you've been so helpful in that capacity, like just these beautiful reminders of small, tiny habits and moments that we can implement in our daily lives and our routines um, to kind of come out of those feelings of stress, of anxiety, of overwhelm, and really ground down and, and focus on what we can do. Yeah. So what do you do? What, what are some of your daily habits that you're just like, if I don't do this, I'm a lost cause. I need this every single day. Okay, so I'm sure so many of you will agree. Coffee. My coffee is sacred in the morning. Um, I wake up with two sweet, beautiful, precious little children needing me immediately. Um, so it has felt a little challenging for me to really cultivate and stick to a morning ritual. Um, insofar as, you know, let's say drinking that glass of water, journaling a few things, listening to some inspirational music or a podcast or even doing a meditation. Those are all rituals that I've implemented at different points in my life pre-motherhood and I have struggled to really cultivate um, a consistent routine with any of those so my kids know when mama wakes up I'm going to the kitchen they can play they can come with me I'm having a big tall glass of water I'm taking some deep breaths while I prepare my delicious beautiful coffee and I will be drinking it hot <laughs> this mama will not be drinking cold coffee unless I ice it intentionally yeah um, but aside from that reading has always been very important to me so even if that's reading? not something, reading, yeah, reading, just taking that time to unplug and tap into something, whether it's nonfiction or some inspirational or spiritual guidance. I mean, really anything and everything. Um, it's just this really beautiful retreat for me into a world that's, you know, only my own. And do you, do you have any really good book recommendations right now? Because I remember you you used to give me books as presents and I swear they were the best <laughs> gifts. <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> um, I have really loved a lot of Brene Brown's work in the past few years. Rising Strong has been pretty influential for me. There's a, another book I'm currently kind of haphazardly reading, but it's great nonetheless. The Body Keeps the Score. Mm. Um, and it's a book about trauma and how it impacts the body and how we store traumatic events um, in our physical bodies excuse me, until we consciously and actively release them. Oh, there are tons of books about birth, um, <laughs> intuitive and just beautiful home birth books that I could go on and on about. 
from Ina May and a few others. Um, yeah. yeah, I have a, I have a friend actually, Saida, that she just gave birth yesterday and she was really excited because she was able to find a doctor that was flexible and, and just that thought differently outside of the conventional hospital, sitting on the bed, not even following the flow of gravity as you try to push mm-hmm. a human out of your body. And so even though I'm, I'm not a mom and I've never experienced that, I still find it very interesting. And I think it's such a powerful moment for a woman to just to, to, to be more educated in what's going on and, and what's the best environment for her in that moment. Yes. And as with any other moment in life, women are powerful. We're so intuitive. We are so connected to our bodies and what we need. And if we can eliminate all of the noise and really harness that voice, um, oh gosh, I mean, it's, it's just, we're unstoppable. And I think that definitely translates to birth as well, right? Listening to that intuition, what body position or movement or motion do I need to be making? What space do I need to be in? Yeah. Okay. So that kind of went a little deeper, but I, I love that topic. So I don't mind. I do want to ask <laughs> you before we start to wrap it up, what is, um, is, is there any other tips or practices or something that you would like to share around things that you do to help you feel good? Yeah. So yoga has been a big part of my life for quite some time now. Um, And even if it's just five minutes without a mat on the hardwood floor, um, I try to get in some sort of stretching and breath work daily. Um, You know, even if my kids are playing right on top of me, it's something I move my body, I breathe, I connect to myself, like my little bubble. Yeah. Um, Yeah, getting dressed up nicely, being intentional with how I fix my hair, even if I want to put on some lipstick, little moments like that go a long way for me as far as how I feel in my skin, in my body. I also love to sweat. I've always been very active and physical as far as exercising or going for a walk or a little jog. Um, And, you know, that's something I incorporate the children and also throw them in the stroller and go for a little jog around the neighborhood. Excuse me. I also really enjoy hiking. So when the weather permits um, here in North Georgia, we're only about 30 minutes from the mountains. I like to head up there and and hike in the mountains. Um, and then so far, as far as smaller things within the home, essential oils have always been a go-to for me as well. You know, put some in the diffuser, light one of my candles, apply some to pulse points um, and allow Ooh. plants to, to do their thing. And and I'm so glad that came up because I almost forgot. So, <laughs> AKA Mari, as I know her also. I mentioned Solstice Naturals in the beginning of the of the episode. And so she makes candles and they are amazing candles, pure beeswax, all different kinds of aromas. And I don't even light it sometimes. I just open it up and leave it there. And it's the smell is so nice and soothing. So if you're interested in some candles... I will put the link in the description of this episode so you can check it out and see for yourself. Thank you so much, Marissa, for being here, for giving your time, for sharing some tips. And I'm sure there's somebody out there who's going to be listening to this right now saying, I'm so glad she recorded this. Thank you, Crystal.
That's it for today and for this week. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tap follow and also make sure to hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. If you think somebody else might benefit from listening, feel free to share with as many people as you like. And stay tuned for episode two of the Weekly Feel Good.